And now we have a word from a sponsor. Do you ever find yourself in this situation? You open the door to what you think is a 2016 silver Prius, but just as you're about to start it, your partner mentions how much they love this 1971 white VW Beetle. Then you panic. You're left stuck. You only know how to mime driving an automatic, and now, thanks to Julie, you're stuck in a standard. How does a clutch work anyways? Have no fear. At Brain Weighty's Improv DMV, we teach you everything you need to know while driving on stage. Have you been driving and stopped to pick someone up just to have them sit to your left? No need to worry because now the car or even the whole scene is in England. And thanks to Brain Weighty's DMV, you know how to convincingly drive on the other side of the road. Don't forget to get your bags out of the boot in the front of the car. We'll also teach you lots of convincing car terms so you can play the mechanic who's adjusting the Johnson rod that's connected to the Gilder Fluke. We offer several levels of training, spatula, cheese, and Walmart. Brain Weighty's Improv DMV. By the time we're done with you, you'll know exactly how to parallel park that improv car for your inevitable proctologist appointment. Kami, play We're All Yankovics. Playing We're All Yankovics theme song. Welcome back to We're All Yankovics. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey Steve. Charlie. How's it going? It's going okay. It's going okay. How are you doing? I'm great. Who do we got this week, buddy? Uh, this week we have Taylor. Hello. He's a guy I know Taylor. from work, and uh, he uh, disagrees with us on living in the fridge. Uh, we ranked it too high, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think we went too high on that one. Thank you for calling us out on that, Taylor. I'm yeah, sorry. no problem. You know, you just gotta. Well, bye. <laughs> Quickest episode ever. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, and and honestly, it, it, I don't know why, but this is definitely one of those songs that I I think I forget exists a little bit. Right. <laughs> I was I was re-listening to our episode, and I was just like, oh yeah, that this is a song, and yeah, okay, okay, yep. Yep. Okay. I couldn't remember how we went on it. I'm like, it was like so like middle of the road. I'm like, I don't recall if we did it great or bad. But yeah, I looked at the scores. Yeah, we about middle. So it's kind of forgettable for us. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I 100% see what you're saying. Um, but the, the challenge that I was given was to look at uh, the scores that you guys had scored all the songs and just see what I disagreed with. And I'm not saying it's a. Uh, phenomenal song i'm not saying it's a top 10 song i'm just saying i think it should be higher than what you gave it that's all interesting okay okay well you know <laughs> um feel free to uh expound upon that uh yeah thank you very much um the the for me going through all this and trying to find some sort of criteria i think to to base my rank on and that is uh, one of the things you can you can rank a Weird Al song, uh, especially a parody on, is uh, how do you feel about it compared to the original? And so I'm going to flip it on you and say, like, I forget the original is an Aerosmith song because <laughs> it's so low in the Aerosmith canon yeah. that I think of this song higher than Living on the Edge. So every time I hear "Living on the Edge" anywhere else, I'm like, "Oh, this living in the fridge." Oh no, yeah. Why would they? 
play that on the you know <laughs> the uh, rock channel or yeah. or whatever. Uh, right. I think it's catchy. I really like the 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 bridge section. The uh, tell me, do you think it should be fumigated? Yeah, uh, or cremated and buried at sea. I don't know. It's just clever, it's clever, clever word play. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It, 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 it. It's probably a nostalgia thing too. Uh, uh, I got into Weird Al at a fairly young age, probably middle school, and this is maybe one of the first few albums that I. Uh, uh, had and just remember it and have remembered it for a long time. Yeah. All right. The prime demographic. <laughs> I definitely have to agree with the, the comparison to the Aerosmith song. This is definitely far down there on the Aerosmith songs, but then also Aerosmith's been around for 50 years. So, you know, like it's, I mean, I guess so is Al, but like, yeah, like this, <laughs> this came out in a really weird time i feel like for me it was i was in high uh -huh. school and i remember the video a lot i talked about this that in our previous episode and i remember the video for living on the fridge of living on the edge was f super freaky and very weird and i almost feel mm -hmm. like i remember that more than the song itself like like the half painted um the guy with the zipper Steven down Tyler. the middle. Yeah. See, Steven Tyler was, yeah. was like, that was kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, that's an, and then the, like the green guy that pops out of the side, you're just like, yeah. that is an image you don't forget. And then follow no. that up, follow that up with uh girls in like little squirrel girl outfits, but like beating the crap out of cars, you know, like this is, this, this is a lot of imagery that, that, that's probably was a little frightening to Charlie back in the yeah. day. Um, well, it was inspired by the Rodney King verdict and the riots and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, that was kind of where that came from. Yeah, it was very weird moment of time for that. Um, and I think what we sort of had come to the conclusion of, and and we'll talk more about it. But I think we just sort of felt like like this felt like one of those songs that that he just sort of randomly grabbed out of the air to, to throw one last song onto the album. Um, oh, sure. Even, even to the point where I think he said that he was like, wow, I was looking for the next thing to pop off. And, and I, I, I think the story even is he sent like four or five things out. And the first one he got back was Aerosmith. And he was like, okay, we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a problem to have to be able to send out so many, uh, parody requests. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you, you, you guys come back, and then, then I'll, I'll do the work to figure out what I want to do with it. But exactly. <laughs> but I think that's right. what I don't know. I just I, I know I personally don't draw a lot of, feel like a lot of inspiration for this song. Like, like I think there are definitely. I think we didn't we didn't rank it super low. Like the reason we ranked it in the middle was there that there was a little bit of fun with it. There, I think the 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 door closing which parallels a, a similar sound effect and moment in the song, the original song. I felt like mm -hmm. that is, is Al firing on all syllables to me, like, like syllables, cylinders. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like that's the thing that I love yeah. about Alice, those, those parallel moments. Um, but other than that, uh, there wasn't much more. And, and maybe, maybe his, you know, 70th song about food kind of was getting to me too, you know? Right. One too many, or at least one too many in a row. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> Anything else you got there, Taylor? Uh, another subtle part of the song that I like, I, I don't know why, but the 
real faint in the background. There's a dysentery. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it still makes me chuckle. So I about spit out my drink the first time I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that 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 was my that was my again. I want to say it was it was very tough in that. For your rankings, I pretty much agree. To, and I, you know, I went to some of my favorites, even to some of my, I want to say, more obscure uh, uh, favorites because Al stuff is fairly. You, if you're an Al fan, you kind of know everything, and if you're not an Al fan, everything's obscure. So yeah, but even to find like, I don't know, I love uh, what's something off the top of my head. Christmas at Ground Zero is one of my favorite songs, but nope, you guys ranked it, you know, up there and mm-hmm. uh, all all that stuff. So I had to literally go through every song and be like. Yep. Uh, yep. Agree with that. Agree with that. Uh, <laughs> yep. That one's bad. Yep. That one's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. We, we enjoy that, but it just, yeah, yeah, it does. It does make the second season a little harder sometimes because it's yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, nobody's going to come in and disagree with that song. You know, <laughs> it's, it's we got to like, find the got a boogie fan. He's out there somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> is the man who loves got a boogie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. there's definitely, there's definitely one or I don't know. What's a, what's another non, non what's what's a bottom bottom 10 toothless people the worst (laughs) the absolute worst in our rankings yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, that's exactly right there's got to be someone who disagrees with us though they'll they'll, he or she will come on our show (laughs) that's the sort of feeling that i think we were ranking this song with was the ruthless Mm -hmm. people one where it's just sort of like a we're not sure why he did it you know what i mean like like i i sure it's it's not as I wouldn't go that far. It was a, I think it's a really good parody. It's a, it was a very relevant song at the time. I wouldn't say, I, why did he do it? Oh, okay. It was a okay. good choice. I guess that's my I, opinion. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I think um, the strange thing about why did Al do it is not why did Al do it. It's why was it a popular Aerosmith song to begin with? Like, again, I think yeah. <laughs> the problem with the song is the is the bass song, not not the parody. Yeah. Okay, I can I yeah. I I think I can agree okay. with that. Yeah, like like it's not some of the songs you really enjoy like Word Crimes, the bass song is such a fun poppy like groovy right. song that you're just like, "Oh good, and now you replace the the horrible lyrics with some good ones." Yay, good. Okay. This this is fun, but this one it's just like you you replace the lyrics which were weird to begin with and uh and but the song itself doesn't really grab me and maybe that's why i'm comparing yeah. it to ruthless people a little bit where ruthless people the song you're just like that's that's not the you know the top 50 uh <laughs> rolling stone songs you know what i mean like no absolutely i mean this was a really big song but it wasn't anywhere near the best single they had off that album it was just like it was such a great album like one after another just all these huge hits this one was really good and relevant but it was you know i wouldn't have picked it for a single even off that album but it did well it was, you know, everyone knew about it, so I guess that's why. It was easier to parry than the other singles they had, you know? Yeah, what year was that? That was early 90, or mid-90s? Yeah, yeah, it was, I want to say 92-ish. No, no, it was later. It was That was Get a Grip. Um, That was like 94. I said, I that was a weird time for rock. Rock at that time was, yeah. was I don't know. Again, I'm I, uh, a little bit younger than you guys, but like, I don't listen back to music of that time. I listen to a couple, like, to me, I think 1999 is uh, one of the best years for music in general. I think the late 90s, I think, has amazing music. I think the uh, 
you know, the 80s have amazing music, but like sort of that 92 to 94, 95, like I don't, I don't listen to a lot from that time. Well, and that was, that was the rock trying to figure out what to do about grunge. You know, like grunge had kind of come in and taken over. And so rock, I mean, like this almost feels like, I mean, I don't actually know any, this is all conjecture, but like, think about this. This is a band that was like a rock band in the seventies and a rock band in the eighties. And then rock turns into this weird grungy thing. Um, and, and almost like not acoustic, but like that feel, you know what I mean? Like this kind of like weird. And, and I think that the mid nineties was a lot of rock bands going, what works now? Like what, what are we like? How do we define rock now? If grunge is grunge is grunge rock, is it not? And what do we do in response to that? Aerosmith was Aerosmith, and that was 93, by the way. I was close. I saw them in concert for this tour in 94, so I guess they toured for a long time on it. So, But no, it, was, it came out in 93. Okay, yeah. Steve, what else was on that album? Oh, what, Crying? Okay, so that this... Like the other, all, yeah. the, all the Alicia Silverstone videos. Okay, so then, yes. <laughs> that I agree 100% with in terms of, like, why this song compared to all yeah. the other songs that made even more of an, a, a, an impact on society. Like, yeah, Amazing, Crying, yeah. and, uh, yeah, Crazy. All those ones came out. Yeah. So, again, that's I guess that's where I'm landing on with Living in the Fridge is I... I think it's up there because I think the parody is better than the original. But not that the parody is amazing, just that the original is not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, Steve, time to apologize. I didn't, didn't even say anything about this song. You and talking about it i didn't really say anything other than what year it was out yeah well geez th- then you might want to apologize for not talking you know it's a podcast I'm it doesn't it doesn't work if you don't talk thanks a lot i'm sorry for not contributing to this one at all really i'm just phoning it in this week <laughs> literally literally <laughs> as we all are um yeah i mean i'm sorry i didn't rank it high enough also I guess. I mean, it really is a good song. There's a lot of fun stuff in there. Like I said, the dysentery line just like cracks me up and uh, all this stuff. I could just, I can really relate to all that. You know, every time I clean out the fridge, I think about this song. There's always something in the little container like, oh man, (laughs) I wonder what this was. (laughs) So I guess my question to you guys is, is it, is it raised at all? Is it, is it going to get bumped in the slightest? I, I, Maybe, maybe I'll go. To, I'll agree with Charlie. I'll I'll bring it up to a three point five. I think I, I gave it a three, which I could probably squeeze up a point five more out for this one. Good, good. Look, I'll take it. That's a win in my book. <laughs> I definitely yeah, Charlie's not going to budge. Wasn't going to budge. Yeah, no, I, I, I. <laughs> but but I think that's because if anything, he might go down. Well, no, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> Just to balance it out. I I think yeah, I want to keep the average the same. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I like. I think we did a fairly good job. Like I. I, we just have slightly different. I think. I think what it ends up being is we have slightly different averages. Like, like you know what I mean. Like, and and yeah. for us, our average was was a point lower than yours. And maybe that might be because we've gone through the. We've actually put numbers on all the songs, and therefore we're yeah. like, oh, okay, we know what a five is, and we know what a one is, and so this is like, ah. Eh. And you're and to you, right. you're like, oh, this is above average, and it's just like. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's maybe slightly above average. It's it's in the upper half of all the songs. Yeah. Not yeah. by much, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, it's not quite as phoned in as, like, girls just have a want, want to have lunch. You know what I mean? Right. But, but we're near that much. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't... It doesn't inspire like Amish Paradise or uh, smells like Nirvana. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. And I don't think I don't think I could I could even falsely uh, argue that it that it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, as far as his parodies go, it's pretty darn good, but definitely not in his top tier of parodies. So yeah, no, yeah. But but I do agree with with Taylor that a lot of it is because of the the original song too. Like, like it's, it's, it's not, sometimes we have original songs. It's got bad bones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I'll give you that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At the time, I really liked the song a lot, but in retrospect, going back and listen to it now. Yeah. It wasn't great. It was just popular, you know? So it's kind of skewed in my memory. You know, my nostalgia for the song is just skewed. Listen to all the Aerosmith songs. Like now it's like, no, this is kind of bottom tier. Why? Why was it released? It just oh, yeah. It does make me real wonder if this is one of those weird songs that like was one of those songs that they paid to play on radio. Kind of like like this is one that <laughs> like a corporation somewhere was like no, and this is going to be a single too. Especially when you already had as many singles as you had off that album. Anyways, like why did they want more? Like you know what I mean? Like I think this is the first. Oh, is the this first, the first one? I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100 percent on that. But I'm pretty sure it was. Okay, well then and that's... It, it was because it had meaning. It was They wanted to get it out quickly because it was about the riots and it was supposed to be like Aerosmith's kind of like, you know, social like commentary song. So that's why. Okay, okay, I can see that. And and it is interesting. <laughs> it's interesting how many of those songs Al does do. Um, he's doing, you know, uh, Gangster's Paradise was sort of a meaningful song. Yeah. Uh, Waterfalls was a super meaningful song True. when it came out. Uh, it's interesting that Al ends up doing those meaningful songs. And this is just Blurred another lines. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Blurred Lines was such a meaningful song. <laughs> I mean, it was opposite what was going on, but, you know, it was, it was meaningful. Oh. <laughs> It was a don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a, a warning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A very cautionary much. tale. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Taylor, for uh, dropping by. Uh, thank you for uh, talking with us. And uh, of course, yeah, the fans know where to find us. We're at we're all Yankovics on Facebook and Instagram and. Uh, Anything else? I think we're on MySpace for just the heck of it. I don't think I've ever gone back more than the one time, <laughs> but I needed to for white and nerdy, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they know where to find us. So uh, thank you very much for dropping by. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.